Hi, I'm Suzanne and your host for Crosstalk, the IEEE EMC Society podcast. Here is about the noise. The podcast to discuss interesting topics on electromagnetic compatibility to our technical community. In this issue, we invited Andreas Hardorg. Andreas is with Mixperia as Principal Product Application Engineer for ESD and EMC. He will talk about ESD and its protection in the automotive area. Andreas, welcome to Crosstalk and thank you for your time being my guest in this podcast episode. Hi, Sudan. Thank you to have you here. Nice to be here with you. Thank you. Um, Andreas, would you like to introduce yourself in a few words to the audience? Yes, sure. So, um, my name is Andreas Hardock. I'm since 2020 a principal a product application engineer at Nexperia, uh, and I'm located uh, here in Hamburg in, in Germany. And so, yeah, Nexperia is a semiconductor manufacturer where yeah, one of the products uh, are ESD protection devices. And my daily work is all about ESD and um, also here and there a little uh, EMC. Um, all this mostly in automotive area. And um, yeah, I um, pretty much uh, focused on the application side. So including all the uh, specifics which comes uh, with the rough automotive environment. That's interesting. Andreas, um, what brings it to EMC and ESD in automotive? Yes, so um, as we all know, um, ESD is a part of this big, big um, EMC topic and um, especially in automotive. Um, EMC, but also ESD is very, very interesting because of all this dynamic and, and, and challenges, yeah, especially in the automotive, because we have a lot, a lot of trends, um, for example, electrification, connectivity, information, shared data, so all this uh, influences EMC and OCSD um, design, in, in us, especially in automotive. So this is, yeah, um, all, all of these uh, interesting topics is um, yeah, also for sure interesting for me. And that's why uh, I'm in, in this professional field. And the, the second reason is probably the yeah, some personal reasons I graduated with a kind of microwave background. Um, my PhD topic was dealing with microwave components such as filters and couplers up to 20 gigahertz based on, on through-hole vias. And um, yeah, in this time, I learned a lot about EMC, signal integrity, power integrity, also a lot about toolings, so simulations and measurements. And um, so I was kind of familiar with, with, uh, with this topic and, and with all these tools. And um, yeah, you know, once contaminated with EMC, you you will always stay stay in. Yeah. <laughs> so after graduation, <laughs> graduation, I started started in as an EMC engineer and an hardware engineer in, in the automotive area. I was uh, with, uh, with with Hella, so BHTC, and also with Continental. Um, and now, as I said, since 2020, I'm I'm with Xperia. Um, so, and um, besides this, uh, I'm also a member of the IEEE EMC Society. Um, I think it's uh, always since 2011 or 12, so it's uh, roughly 10 years ago. Um, so I'm very happy to be here and yeah, very interesting topics so overall. I'm happy to be in this topic for the next years also. 
Okay, wonderful. That's another question off topic. Since you're very active in the German EMC chapter, have you applied for your senior membership already? Because this is a, is a good chance to show your professionalism as well in the EMC society. Yes, so uh, very good point. I'm not now right now preparing all the all the information and documents uh, to to do this application, but it's planned for this year, and yeah, looking forward to this. Yes. Okay, wonderful, and I'm sure uh, you'll find plenty of help within the EMC society to support your application for that. Anyways, coming back to your main theme, ESD in automotive. Andreas, what are the biggest challenges for ESD in automotive? Yes, um, so um, pretty much a lot. So uh, as, as introduced um, previously or said previously, um, so there are a lot of challenges in the automotive world right now and all of them impacting the, the ESD design. And um, in, in specific, uh, or, there, is a, there is a trend to very high data rate interfaces. So what, what we had previously in automotive were, what was uh, pretty much um, yeah, low speed in vehicle networks uh, such as LIN and, and, and CAN and here and there um, a little, a little uh, infotainment. But uh, right now and for the future, there are so high data rates um, up to 25 gigabit per second are planned. So the, there will be some video interfaces coming in. There will be Ethernet applications up to 25 gigabit per second um, coming in, into the automotive world. And, and you know, um, so those interfaces are uh, yeah, very sophisticated, very sensitive also. And um, all this in, in the rough automotive environment It's, it's pretty much um, challenging for for the entire uh, yeah for the entire automotive industry. More specific, when we look on the ESD side, uh, as I said, the ICs itself um, to provide such high data rate. Um, so the ICs are, are, are very sensitive, yeah, to ESD, and uh, at the same time, um, in the automotive. Uh, the DSD requirements are very strong. Uh, so we have uh, minimum 6 kV. Um, yeah, in, in some cases for, for, for some specific or ESD risky applications, let's say there are 15 kV or 25 kV requirements um, on the in-vehicle networks. And so this is very, very high and very strong requirements. And uh, there is, this, this is a challenge to design, um, yeah, Uh, uh, suitable ESD protection for those for those applications, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's possible. And as as I said, we have yeah um, a lot of knowledge already gained in the automotive world, let's say, and also there's a, a lot of knowledge um, uh, from from the mobile and consumer world, and all this combined, I think, um, so we have a really good chance to to make a robust ESD design also for this very high data rate applications. That's really interesting. So you talked about the challenges for ESD. How do you measure these or how do you do analysis? Do you use specific tools for measuring ESD? And if so, which and why? Oh, yes. So um, on, the, on the measurement side, so we have pretty much the traditional tools and those are yeah 
ESG uh, measurement itself. And they are very common and, and very established. And they, this is pretty much the, the standard for all the ESG topics. And uh, but there is here and there some disadvantages. Yeah, one one disadvantage from ESG is that it's um, here and there not very good reproducible. Yeah, and has some so much some more tolerances. Um, so and, and that's why there is a transmission line pulse method um, introduced um, some some years ago. And this is a very nice method and very nice tool to analyze ESD, to understand ESD behavior of ESD devices, of ICs itself, and also for the entire systems. And TLP is a very reproducible method because it's an impedance-controlled environment with very, very low tolerances here. And um, that's why it's very useful to analyze yeah, electronic components for sure, ESD protection devices in, in, in the first place, but also um, ICs and the entire systems. Yeah, so this is a very nice, yeah, let's let's say uh, more or less new tool, uh, which uh, we we are using in, in the ESD uh, world. Let's say. But also on the simulation side, there is um, there are a lot of tools available, and uh, the nice thing is that um, yeah, for example, for signal integrity analysis, which is very very important um, when we talk about high-speed uh, data uh, links, yeah. Um, so also the ESD protection devices we need to analyze from the signal integrity point of view and we we, we get this information more and more um, that this has become uh, yeah, important um, uh, in, in the whole automotive area. But here we, um, let's say the signal integrity society <laughs> has developed a lot of tools in, in previous years. Yeah, And um, so, for example, scattering parameters, um, yeah, all this frequency domain analysis, uh, power spectrum density, everything you can use uh, also for um, for SD protection devices, uh, you can um, use pretty much all the standard, um, let's say, solvers which are available in the market. So on, on spice level, on on, uh, on 3D modeling level. So this is um, everything, let's say, suitable also for the SD protection devices. Um, so this is for signal integrity, but there is a, another one. Um, yeah, and this is the simulation of the ESD event itself. And this is kind of tricky uh, because here we have a very transient pulse. So we have one nanoseconds between zero volt to kilovolts. Yeah, and this is a very transient pulse, um, but also um, yeah, not, not very long in time. So 100 nanoseconds in, in, in total length of the pulse. Uh, and this brings um, kind of some challenging into the simulation uh, of the pulse yeah? because there are not um, yeah, pretty much no models for for the passive components yeah and and here um, since a few years there are some very interesting developments um, done uh, also uh, with uh, the uh, with Xperia's influence, uh, so we introduced some seed modeling meta methods. So 
system efficient ESD design. So this method helps to create some really dedicated seed models for uh, ESD protection devices, but also for other electronic components such as common mode shocks or for the IC itself. And using those models, it's, it really helps to simulate um, the system ESD performance uh, of your application and um, yeah, getting really, really nice and reproducible and realistic re results. And um, the really nice thing about this is that it's done basically on, on, on schematic level. So, and also the simulation uh, itself, it's, it takes really sh yeah, short period of time. So it's happening within seconds. So it's, you're not going to wait days until you have some results and they then days, you know, spend days to interpret them and then, uh, yeah, uh, find some mistakes and <laughs> do the simulation again. So it, it's not the case. So seed simulations are really, or can be done in, in, in very short period of time, a few seconds or minutes, and which gives you a very high flexibility in, in, in time and um, yeah, in efficiency in your in your ESD and um, yeah, uh, ESD design and um, which helps you to create a robust robust application. That's really interesting. This seed method will that be made available for others to be used as well, or is this uh, internal method of ESD simulation for an Xperia guys only? So yes, it's um, it's available for everyone. Um, so it's it's a new methods, but um, it's uh, so not only in experience working on it, um, also some universities um, and some other big companies are working on this um, simulation method to make it uh, yeah much more popular and uh, yeah a, a common and established tool for um, EMC and ESD designers. Wow, that's really cool. Andreas, I have uh, one last question. I suppose there are plenty of automotive manufacturers out there. They have their suppliers. How do you harmonize or standardize technical parameters and methodologies? How do you do that? And are you using them? Or what's your, your impression impact on that? Uh, yes, yeah, so um, all these new, let's say, um, developments and, 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 and um, in, in the automotive world, especially, uh, yeah, there are some, yeah, some more standards are coming in from Ethernet world, so multi-gigabit Ethernet or some very uh, high-speed data or video links are coming in. Um, so, and so, as you said, there are a lot of, let's say, manufacturers and and, and car OEMs and tier ones which are uh, yeah having their own interest and um, to create here very very robust uh, systems and uh, to do so there are some committees um, in, in, in the automotive world and for example open alliance is very active and um, they did introduce um, the ethernet um, 
application to the automotive world so maybe um, some some of the audience uh, audience know the 100,000 based one so open alliances uh, was very active here uh, to standardize this um, this protocols uh, but also there are some some more coming in 10 based one s and multi gigabit as i said so up to 10 or 25 gigabit per second uh, for even or only for Ethernet, and uh, on the video link side, there are yeah, some um, automotive standards, uh, Sardis Association, which is um, also a very yeah um, big committee already now. So there are a lot of KOMs, um, tier ones, and uh, sock suppliers, um, and they are working on. On, on the standardization of the video link. So it's kind of a very healthy um, environment, uh, ecosystem already in, within those committees. And um, the, the nice thing is that it's, uh, it, 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 it's uh, also kind of a networking platform. It, com it, it brings people together, work on this very challenging topics, let's say. And uh, so some of you may think, okay, Committees, it's kind of uh, uh, dead poet society or uh, boring up to a certain point, but it's really not the case. So there are very um, uh, young people working there, yeah, together with uh, yeah some uh, experienced guys, and um, they're sharing their ideas, working on on some specific topics uh, based on simulation measurements or just theoretical uh, topics. It's um, yeah very useful and um, especially for those future applications. Yeah, and I think um, so. All these let's say big challenges and and in the automotive world, it's so one company alone cannot manage manage them. Yeah, so we need we need a, a society. We need a, a, to work together on the, on those topics. Only um, only in this manner we can we can manage this. And uh, so I'm so also an experienced as a, as a member of, of uh, Automotive Service Alliance, also Open Alliance. Uh, we are also active in, in the, some, some other standardizations from IEEE or SAE. So it's for me, um, it's, it's very useful uh, to be there, to be in, in the, uh, with all these um, automotive guys with all these experienced guys share ideas and to create something new yeah and so we'll always invite uh, people to be active in this area yeah it always lives from the people sharing their ideas as well as sharing their knowledge in order to form new knowledge as well and then communicate that and make this happen exactly andreas i thank you very much for taking your time and as well taking us to the journey to ESD with automotive and the challenges and how to overcome them. Thank you so much for being my guest in this podcast episode. It's been very insightful and I learned a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Susanne. Thank you. And I thank you for listening. And if you wish to learn more about EMC, Get the latest input from science and the industry. Stay tuned and sign up for Crosstalk. Hear us about the noise.